Hello and welcome to Earth Calling. We're your hosts, Ed and Laszlo. Every week we bring you a fresh slice of online content, sorting through the likes, the memes, the insta-queens, the swipes, the scrolls, and the Twitter trolls. Together, we're laying down our 21st century digital legacy. So sit back, relax, and buckle in. This is Earth Calling. Hello and welcome back, Earth Callers. Thanks as ever for joining us. Today, before getting into our episode and the content platform we have chosen, I thought, Ed, we could maybe just try and clear up the concept a little because we've heard from some of our listeners, you know, we talk about this spaceship, we talk about the time capsule, there's kind of this alien civilization flying around. What is actually happening? <laughs> and, it, and what are we, how are we organizing this content? Yeah, it's a fair point. We went into it in the first episode, and unless you've listened to that, it's probably slightly unclear as to why. A, we talk about Earth calling, and B, there's a strange introduction where it sounds more like a true crime serial killer podcast than a comedy <laughs> comedy look at online. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the murder show. No, so to clarify the premise, essentially the idea is that we are bundling up a nice selection of 21st century content that we will then put into a time capsule for future space-faring nations or civilizations to discover. So let's say the world goes poof in 2024. What's going to be left of everything that we've laid down over the years? Indeed. And I think we've even honed in on the exact location we want to store this hard drive, courtesy of some very good knowledge from Edward about high security seed banks. (laughs) Exactly. So there is a high security seed bank in Svalbard. Um, that makes it sound like a sperm bank. It's 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 a sperm bank for tree and plant seeds. But so we're storing content for future generations, alien or otherwise. And so when we say our spaceship is cruising on to the next platform, that's actually not correct. And I noticed that it's often you, Laszlo, so I just wanted to put you correct on, on that. Um, we're <laughs> on Earth and we're Earth calling Blimey. and the spaceship is not we're not in that. Got it. Okay. Thank you for explaining the concept to your co-presenter. That was, uh, <laughs> that was very much needed. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we've cleared that up. We are not in a spaceship. The alien civilizations are in this spaceship and it is them who will be crash landing in some obscure Norwegian town and they will stumble upon this seed bank, somehow find their way in and uh, basically go through the content on, on the hard drive. And on that hard drive, neatly filed away in a tag that reads episode 13, OnlyFans, will be this episode. Now, Ed, can you please, as usual, summarise to the people listening, uh, aka Terence, our only listener. Thanks again, Terence, for joining us. Uh, Could you please tell (laughs) Terence what OnlyFans OnlyFans is? (laughs) Uh, only yeah, so, flans uh, is a platform i'd like to see but yeah so only flans is actually a platform dedicated to uh, grandmothers who are into baking um only fans on the other hand is something entirely different which we'll be delving into today now were i to have pictured what this platform did before looking into it i probably would have thought 
hmm, maybe it's a collection of sports fans, maybe it's football fans, maybe it's people supporting Manchester United who get on a discussion group and have a little chat. Maybe it's enthusiasts who like World of Warcraft or painting model planes. How mistaken was I when I uh, googled for the first time OnlyFans, having seen an advert, I think, last year? It turns out that OnlyFans is a content sharing platform where you as a user can pay to receive content generated by other users. Now that sounds very abstract, so let me concrete this. In practice, what this means is lots of men pay lots of women to show them photos of themselves not wearing very much. Yes, 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 exactly. It's I would say it's kind of like the Patreon for the modern day influencer. So that means all of these Instagram models, for example, who want to earn a bit of extra cash. And yeah, they create an OnlyFans account and that basically gives them another stream of income. Exactly. And I think that what I found so interesting about the, the, the comparison you made just there with Patreon is, you know, because people might not know what Patreon is, there are these new platforms that basically enable anybody to go online, share something, and then other people to pay them for that uh, privilege. And what we're seeing is basically the disaggregation or, or at least the disintermediation of the content creation industry. Because back in the day, if you wanted to be uh, an artist or a musician or a band, you'd have to get an agent who would then basically promote you to the world. And so if you, in the case of many of these women, were, um, I guess, you know, if you were a porn actress or if you were someone who was in the adult entertainment industry, you would have to be beholden to an agency. Whereas now you can basically pick up your phone and your camera and connect with millions of people online with very little barriers to entry. Um, and what this has meant is we've had sites like Patreon where you can go online and be a band and get people to pay a monthly subscription for your content and they'll get access to bonus footage. Or you can go onto OnlyFans and share photos of yourself naked in the shower and get paid um, a lot more than bands, it, it turns out. Um, yeah, yeah. So bands, take note. Just all of you get inside that shower, pack yourselves in, you know, drummer, backing vocalist, probably about seven of you in this tiny little cubicle. <laughs> just, get, just get naked. Get nice, exactly. Get naked, turn on, the, turn on the shower and take some shots. You know, Oasis, great band, um, great fruit <laughs> drink, but you've got Liam and Noel Gallagher, who, and actually I'd say for those who are looking at the online stream, Laszlo is looking rather like Liam Gallagher today in his sort of button-up, zip-up shirt. Um, <laughs> well, but, thank you. I, I don't know if to say thank you yeah. or take that rather, rather bad. They get Liam and, Liam and, uh, no. No. Liam and Noel get in the shower and fall. Manchester, mate, it's Manchester. It's more Manchester, isn't yeah. it? But they've always they've had a bit of a uh, bit of a falling out, Liam and all. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. By now you should have realised what they're gonna, what they're gonna do. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Get your hand off my bum, Liam. Get your hand off my bum. <laughs> I I mean I don't I don't want this to reflect badly on me, but I definitely would pay to see Liam and Noel Gallagher naked in a shower together, and that. Does kind of sound quite weird, but given their history as a um, a, a borderline fratricidal pop duo, I think it could be pretty awesome. Okay, not naked. Naked, <laughs> naked. That's, that, that was really unnecessary. That was yet another look into your into your personal life, lads, and your preferences. Yeah. But let's try and make this 
a bit clearer in terms of what kind of numbers we're talking here because I thought, fine, yeah, there's some people sharing some pictures and there's some slightly odd people paying for them. But actually, it's massive, this industry. It is huge, multi, multi-million dollar industry. And I'm going to give a couple of examples. So there is one lady um, called Belle Delphine, probably not her real name, if we're honest. And she announced that she was going to set up an OnlyFans account and she's 21 and she is earning 1.2 million dollars a month it turns out and that is <laughs> and uh, and what she does is a couple of things she's got a couple of revenue streams she's very entre- entrepreneurial and enterprising so bell has two primary revenue streams it seems Firstly, she sells pictures of herself uh, dressed up as cartoon characters in um, something known as uh, cosplay, which is costume play. And that brings in a lot of money from people that pay for those pictures. Not cosplay, which some of our you know, GCSE mathematicians out there might think is, you know, where you dress up like the, the cosine value in <laughs> trigonometry. Which yes. is something that I personally like to do on my, and maybe we'll talk about later what we might have behind our OnlyFans paywall. But that was trust me, extremely... there'd be cosplay, sign play, and tan play. Yeah, well, exactly. Tan play would probably be hotter because everybody likes to tan. Um, but one can't help but. I think tan, tan play could also be quite problematic from a kind of Justin Trudeau point of view. You know, you don't want to. Mm, um, yeah. You, yeah. Uh, we just, with that extremely niche reference, we will just have to hope that. <laughs> Either our listeners have just completed their GCSEs, which are no longer even called GCSEs, or that our older listeners will still remember it from their O-levels, or that Terence is actually a theoretical physicist. And for any of our international listeners who don't know what the hell GCSEs were in the first place, and I'm sorry to exclude you as well, but they are exams you take when you're 16 in the UK. For all the Americans listening, it's basically like your SATs, and there's a whole lot of content in there, and it's kind of like algebra, but um, trigonometry, I guess. But back to back to Bell. So I've I've just given you um, one of her modus operandi, one of her modi operandi, which is selling photos. But the other one that she's known for, and she uh, makes I think probably most of her money from, is selling her what's called in inverted commas gamer girl bathwater online. And this is where anybody discovering this hard drive in Svalbard probably starts to think that humans are a little bit lost as a, as a species because basically she has a bath as a gamer I guess probably dressed up as a gamer in her bath um, with Liam and Noel Gallagher kind of serenading her um, you're my wonder what? and she's like okay guys shut up I'm trying to make some money here and she bottles up the bath water and then sends it to people throughout the world for $20 a pop um, for these bottles so yeah what are your thoughts on that? I mean I'm thinking I'm not sure I want to even spend much time with my own bathwater after you know after I've got out. <laughs> <laughs> let alone let alone someone else's. Um, what are you meant to do with this water? Drink it. <laughs> I think you drink it, yeah. But that, I mean, I'll just state one other example of somebody else on the platform. So there was an actress called Bella Thorne, and I won't sort of go into what sort of an actress she is I don't actually know but we probably have a rough idea and she actually signed up in August last year in 2020 and she earned a million dollars in 24 hours and about two million in in just under a week and it does make you wonder whether we're in the right game um, when you look at people like Bella yeah yeah 
It does make you wonder. It also makes you wonder what the hell people are paying for. And I believe at this point I can kind of start to reveal some of my own research on the platform. Now, I take my job pretty seriously at Earthcallers, as I'm sure you know. <laughs> I'm a dedicated, a dedicated podcaster who will do anything to get to the bottom of these platforms that we're researching. So obviously for this episode, I needed to find out what you're actually paying for on the platform. I signed up to two accounts in particular. The first one is the account for the very well-known music producer and DJ, DJ Khaled, and Fat Joe, who is his kind of sidekick slash um, music accomplice. But firstly, can I tell you that the OnlyFans website is pretty appallingly set up, actually. When you onboard, you're... You don't have any way of browsing through the different people. So I had only this very small recommended tab bar or this recommended bar on the right of the page. And one of the first profiles was DJ Khaled and Fat Joe. And I thought that it, uh, my precise thoughts were that is odd because this is not the kind of, mm. you know, demographic I thought I would be greeted with. Can I, can I just jump in and say that I completely agree because, you know, spoiler alert, I did some research of my own for, for our listeners and I found it extremely clunky. Not only did they not have an app, I mean, hello, 21st century, are you kidding me? Um, they don't have an app. And <laughs> oh, they by also... the way, just quickly, when, when, I, when I searched for the OnlyFans app, I thought it was quite amusing that in the absence of the app, of course, it gives you recommendations based on those keywords. And the recommendations I got were pure hookup. Anonymous hooking up and matching. And then uh, <laughs> shake it. Hook up chat date. Hook up tonight with someone. And then the third one was Twitter. <laughs> uh, just come and join didn't, Twitter. Didn't quite make yeah. sense. Yeah. No, but I, I couldn't agree more that it's extremely clunky. And what I first thought, well, my first thought was this is extremely annoying. But my second thought was they're clearly onto something because if people are spending this money and using this product in its current form, imagine if it was actually nice to use. Um, but in terms of signing up, I had to go through and I had to put in my card details, which I thought was a bit, you know, a bit intrusive given that I wasn't trying to buy anything and I don't really like the idea of having only fans on my bank statements. Um, but I, I put in my card details. Um, my first card was blocked. My second card was blocked. And then, of course, Revolut stepped into the rescue. And, <laughs> and of course, Revolut said, no problem. What, you want to buy some crypto with that as well? Oh, no problems. Um, so, yeah, so I signed up. And then the other bit that I found super irritating was it had one of those, like, I am not a robot, like, capture things. And I just thought sort of like, what is it about those capture things where they, they gave me a bunch of pictures of roads and it was like, oh, can you guess the traffic lights on this? Like yeah. I was yeah, sitting yeah. there thinking, and yeah. sometimes it gives you traffic lights. Sometimes it gives you like what looks like a picture of an old manuscript and goes, oh. Yeah, if we're on traffic lights, a little pet peeve of mine, because I had a capture as well for OnlyFans and my capture happened to feature traffic lights. And I was thinking... Well, is does the pole connected to the light count? Yeah, it's exactly. Really ambiguous. It's kind of this curvy pole. I just ticked all the boxes and I got failed. What if it's like slightly in, but it's kind of the edge of the traffic light, and then you <laughs> yeah. feel like a complete yeah. mug, where like you get, you know, you think you've got it right. It's like yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're gonna have, we're gonna have to do that again, mate. Yeah. yeah, and by the way, begs the questions: What the hell are the aliens gonna do when they're faced with this <laughs> security capture we put on the hard drive? Yeah. They're gonna be thinking, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be generous with this traffic light. I'll, you know, yeah. 
But sometimes, yeah, so it seems to be sort of three things, right? So sometimes you get, here's some traffic lights in rural China, good luck. Here's um, some Shakespeare, and you have to sort of go and be like, okay, well, I know that back in the day, like, the S was actually an E, so I guess that's like to be or not to be something, something, whether it is nobler in thine, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, or the third one, which is the best, is where you just have to click a box. <laughs> it's like, I'm not a robot. Yeah. It's like, yep, I'm not. Done. And, and, sorry to go on a rant, but the other thing is, of course, passwords, where, you know, you'll put in your initial try, which will be a word, and to be honest, now I'll even throw in a few numbers, and it will be like, <laughs> you really think we can't guess that? That's too easy. And you'll be like, all right, Stephen Hawking. Um, but no, and you then you then try and put in maybe a, a symbol, and it's, it's, again, the inconsistency. So some websites will be like, yeah, above eight, throw in a symbol, need a number. Some will be like, no, you need a mix of lowercase and uppercase. Some will be like, it needs to be 17 letters, but no numbers. And I just, yeah, I don't know. Like, You then end up putting in something that you're never going to remember. And you can't put in one of your classics on some websites. So I'll put in a classic. It'll be like, you've already used that. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah. know. So OnlyFans sign up experience was terrible, but carry on. That's like, what did you find? Yeah, so, you know, I, I'm on DJ Khaled's uh, and Fat Joe's OnlyFans page, which is free to subscribe to, but then some posts on their page. You imagine it's like a Facebook newsfeed, very simply, and some photos are just not there. They just got a, a lock icon. So you have a little button saying unlock post for $3. And I was obviously intrigued. It looked like it was a minute long video. And again, out of pure dedication to, to the cause, I paid, I, I coughed up. And then, and then you just got this video of DJ Khaled, who's kind of on this lounger by this beautiful tropical beach, wielding an enormous, what looks like pina colada or some other kind of cocktail. And he's just like, He's just dancing. He's just he begins dancing. He's on the lounger, lying back, and he's quite a hefty man. So there's a lot of you know a lot of movement. And then he kind of he, he gets on his on his on his legs. There's this rap song playing in the background, and he just starts kind of shouting to the rap song. He's just start, the pina colada is going everywhere. The deck is getting very messy. It's gonna be an utter nightmare to clean up. Yeah. And uh, and it, and before I could say you know Fat Joe, it was it was over. It was, <laughs> that was geez, it. That, that's what that's. That's that's what my $3 got me. It was this, this, yeah. If you like pina coladas and getting ripped off by fat guys, if you're not into health food, I'll tell you who's not into health food. Uh, it's, yeah, and who's pretty much into champagne is DJ Khaled. No, so he's very into motivational speeches though. And, and a lot of the videos, which are actually free to access on his OnlyFans page, just begs the question what they're doing on the OnlyFans page. They're just him looking at the camera and just, it's clearly his agent or something. He's just being like, all right, DJ Khaled, we got to do this again. And it, it just like starts recording and DJ Khaled's like, what? Oh, hey guys, uh, <laughs> remember to love God and your love will be the continuation of the love for yourself. And you're like, they're like, all oh, right, cool. So what was the continuation? Oh, well, now, now that you say it. God? So that was DJ Khaled. I, I'd had enough, you know, $3 down the drain. And obviously I thought I needed to take it up a notch. Obviously, I want people who are listening to our show to think that we actually care about revealing the true nature of these platforms. So one of the other suggested profiles on my little sidebar was an influencer called Anna Sherry. And you can look her up. She's got around 12 million Instagram followers. I believe she's a model and entrepreneur. 
as everyone seems to be an entrepreneur mm. these days. Um, on there was a great George Bush quote about this, where he was being rude about the French, and uh, he was talking about the lack of business in <laughs> France and how the French are just extremely uninnovative. He was saying, "Well, that's the problem with the French; they haven't got a word for entrepreneur." <laughs> so, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but no, back back so, to back yes. to what was she called? Febreze. No. Anna Sherry. Okay. Anna Sherry. It does sound like a, a fragrance you might find in the local boots. So Anna Sherry also has these paywalled posts. And naturally I was very interested to see what was behind them. And she, you know, kind of gives you a little hint as to what it might be with the emojis she uses. So mm. you know, it could be a post like Ready for the weekend with a lipstick emoji and high heels and maybe an aubergine. No, I'm kidding. She didn't actually have any, any aubergine emojis um, <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> but but also an interesting thing before I paid for the post was just to see what variety of costs there are for these posts. And I saw mm. some of them went more down the DJ Khaled $3. So I imagine mm-hmm. that Anna Sherry is also by the beach with a cocktail just, you know, getting down to some wrap. And then some on the high end are $50. And... I did not want to pay for a $50 post because I sort of imagined what it might be. And I wasn't really on the platform for that reason. I just wanted to do a bit of honest research. I I tell you what we need to do. I've just had an idea is we need to, once we have more than three listeners, we need to set up a Patreon or a GoFundMe account where we can all crowdsource a $50 DJ Khaled video to just see what he delivers. (laughs) What does $50 with (laughs) DJ Khaled and some suntan yes. lotion by the yes. pool in Miami get you. Definitely. I think in general after this episode, we will be doing a virtual, you know, passing around the hat in that earth calling uh, listener <laughs> camp just to see how much we can raise and how much of DJ Khaled's content we can fish out. But back to Anna Sherry, I decided that a good price point for me was $8, mm-hmm. an $8 post. So $8 got me a post which has a description, hose me down with the sticky out tongue emoji and those kind of three water droplets emoji, which is, I've got to say, my least Ooh, favorite emoji yeah. in existence. It's just kind of, it's just a bit dirty mm. to me. Uh, and it was very simply an, Anna Sherry holding a shower head in the shower. She's not totally naked. She's wearing kind of got a skimpy bathing outfit. But other than that, it was it was pretty, pretty underwhelming, I thought. And mm. that's I mean, uh, probably the worst eight dollars I've ever spent. Yeah, that that's eight dollars on, on, on online influencer content. Yeah, um, and it's interesting to think of that because she would get to keep eighty percent of that uh, eight dollars that you paid. Because I think that OnlyFans takes twenty percent fee, so they take a dollar sixty. She's keep yes, she's keeping um, whatever eight minus one dollar sixty is. So, so six dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 40, yeah. 40, yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mathematics, so dorky. Yeah. You guys are so dorky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think we can understand now why these people get so much money. Because if I just coughed up eight dollars for a photo that must have taken a minute to produce, mm. it's uh, you know no wonder people are paying a lot more for photos of of dj Khaled, uh 
potentially trying to do the worm dance move. Maybe that's one of his $50. I think what's also super interesting about this, though, is that that democratization of connecting with your audience. So she's at home and she's able to just like take that photo wherever in the shower. And then you are at home and you pay that. And there's nobody in the middle apart from OnlyFans that takes 20%. But, you know, back in the day, there would have been some creepy dude like next door who was, you know, skimming all of the money and then she'd get none of it. So... I do think that it's enabled probably some of these like adult actors and actresses to make a decent living again because there was like this huge issue where the adult film entertainment industry collapsed when the internet came along and it all became basically free. And now we're seeing a bit of a yes. reversion of that whereby people are willing to pay if they know that it's going straight to the person and they're getting almost like a bit more of a personalized service. Yeah, indeed, indeed. It's kind of like a, an asynchronous cam girl, a cam girl being someone who's live with you on webcam again <laughs> i do realize that i talk about these things with a certain degree of authority which is slightly unfortunate but uh <laughs> but an asynchronous cam girl would be an, a- an asynchronous cam girl that oh my god that, that's yeah look I, I i work in the mobile space okay i work for an app this is why i have good knowledge of the competition sure. i don't work for an adult app so ed what do you think if earth calling or indeed if ed yourself if you had an only fans account i'm curious to know what kind of content <laughs> you might well this is this this is the thing though right like here we are sitting here you know hours a week and then the editing that goes into this and then you know doing our little social media posts and we're we're making nothing we're complete mugs we've got these people making <laughs> exactly. literally millions through posting photographs i think you know what could we post i think unfortunately dorky and kind of kind of quirky uh, photos wouldn't kind yeah we couldn't post that though people are not going to pay but maybe maybe i could go for some sort of audio porn where i could you know maybe people oh. could send in <laughs> send in things they wanted me to read out or maybe i could do a sort of Morgan Freeman bedtime story kind of vibe. You do do a good Morgan Freeman. It does sound very similar to your... Frank Underwood. Other... <laughs> yeah, exactly, yes. It does sound similar to your Frank Underwood, but, you know, it can it can be a kind of bedtime story read by Morgan Freeman or Frank Underwood, depending on... Exactly, so it'd be something like, yeah. Good evening, Sarah. Are you sitting comfortably? Right now, I'm just sitting in my room reading your script. And I wanted to send you the sweetest dreams in the world. And now I'm Frank Underwood. <laughs> but um, maybe in we could do world. that. In the world, nobody does the H thing with a, 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 a <laughs> word that doesn't contain the letter H. You say whence, but you don't say in the world. <laughs> in the whole wide uh, world. Um, but I, I don't know, Laz. I mean, you you know, you could maybe do some some. Uh, well, we talked about how you'd probably be doing a. A TikTok dance promoting the King the Queen's Gambit um, a couple of weeks ago, but maybe, yeah. Yeah. maybe you could also you you have a very honey rich baritone sotto voce voice as well. You could perhaps do some some audio porn. Well, I I think if we're honest, I, I don't think I go down the audio porn route. I think you got that safely covered. Um, I might want to display some of my rogue talents, which people might not know about. I'm very good at catching things behind my back, so yeah. you could pay three dollars <laughs> and I you know sort of sort of. 
th- throw up the pen and oh, <laughs> uh, I actually just caught it. I, was, uh, I just did it live. Just to oh prove my to god! Yeah. And, and, and I'm sitting here thinking yeah. I would pay to see that. Yeah. Yes, and I, I know for sure some of my friends, you know, who know me well from university, would, would pay to see that. You've also pointed out on a previous episode that you're capable of um, curling your ear up and putting it into your ear. So maybe you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fifty dollar post right there. That is that. That's the premium content. Yeah. I'm also good at catching precarious items, which are fragile, like mm-hmm. eggs. So it, it, you could imagine you pay ten dollars and someone throws eggs <laughs> at me. And I, go, whoa, whoa, whoa. I would definitely. Thanks for I would watching. definitely pay for that. Basically, egging you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah egg. Okay. When you put it like that, I might not want to. <laughs> okay. Look, if anybody wants, fine. Get in touch with us. We will. We we will do anything <laughs> for the right number. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we will literally. We will literally do anything. <laughs> I think yeah, we're gonna have to get into this content content generation rec- recompense kind of game. Maybe we'll do a Patreon or an OnlyFans. But it's interesting because there are there are non adult entertainment people on OnlyFans. You know, you've got chefs, you've got DJ Khaled, you do have some musicians um, who are sharing their content and being paid directly by by the consumers. Um, so food food for thought. Well, I think that's about all we've got time for this week. Thank you so much, as ever, for tuning in. Please, please, pretty please, do give us a download on Spotify. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. That actually really helps. Um, Leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. And do give us a follow on Instagram at earth underscore calling underscore pod. Yes, thank you very much again, Earth Callers, and please do join us next week when we will not hop on board our spaceship, since we just decided that, in fact, we will be on foot, as the humans who are compiling this stuff very much on the Earth. But join us as we take our prams and push our strollers onto the website known as Mumsnet. Exactly. Crucially, nothing connected to this week's episode because that would just be weird but we look forward to seeing you on mumsnet next week strollers in hand see you next time earth out